Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, every time I sit down to record one of these uh, spots, it's, I don't know why it's always so difficult for me, so bear with me, because I have to type them out and read them. But anyway, you may or may not have heard, uh, but we are so excited to announce that our new line of Modern Cowboy brand apparel is now available at National Roper Supply stores in Decatur, Texas, and Wickenburg. Additionally, the Cowboy Whey Protein from our Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition line will also be available for purchase soon on the nrsworld.com website. And remember, when you purchase any products from nrsworld.com, use code MODERNCOWBOY at checkout for a 10% discount. That's 10%. And it's not only on Modern Cowboy brand products, but also on almost everything NRS carries with just a few exceptions. You can also go to... Uh, the link in our Instagram bio and click on the Modern Cowboy NRS link to see and shop all of my picks for all things Western. It's super cool. We have our own uh, web page in the NRS uh, website. So that's super cool to see. So anyway, hey, whether you're a Bronx spurring, bull twisting, all day cattle working cowboy or you live in town and just bought your first cowboy hat, boots, or your first rodeo as a spectator, just remember, the Modern Cowboy brand is for you. Modern Cowboy is the brand for the cowboy and all of us. Hey, also, we um, you hear a song on our podcast all the time, Cowboy. And I'm just super excited and proud uh, for the Modern Cowboy brand to be a sponsor of the Colt Barber American Cowboy Showdown and Colt's reality TV show, Saddle to the Stage. The American Cowboy Showdown is an IPRA and PRCA sanctioned rodeo and live music entertainment event with over 45 events planned for 2021. And the reality TV show, Saddle to the Stage, which will be airing on RFD TV and the Cowboy Channel, combines Colt's ranching and agriculture consulting experience with his music career to capture behind the scenes outtakes of fast paced rodeo uh, action. Uh, the music industry on stage and in the studio and just the life and times of a modern cowboy who was a former rodeo competitor and is a businessman and Nashville recording artist and his touring band. So we're super excited to be a part of this and a part of Colt's vision. So go to uh, coltbarber.com uh, to see all the details and stay up to date and follow Colt on Instagram at coltbarberofficial. And as always, a huge thank you to you our listeners for your continued support. Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Making my 
saddle and the stage I don't know nobody, nothing Everything I got's my own Some say I'm just a band to the bone I'm a cowboy, yes I am I was born to rope and ride Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, I'm really excited to have my guest on today. It's uh, I've, I've talked about Matt uh, on the podcast before uh, at different times, but to have him on the podcast today is super exciting. And I was going to take you back and tell you how Matt and I met, number one. Uh, when I got into uh, podcasting and got into this, this whole arena of digital marketing, uh, I, I joined a group. Um, I mean, I think it was called Podcasters Paradise, I believe. So it's a paid group for podcasters. And w- once I got in there, they they paired us up with uh, accountability partners. And Matt was my accountability partner. So here I am. Uh, I'm like almost 60. And I get uh, living out here in Arizona. Uh, and I get paired up with this young guy. I think Matt was 22 at the time, maybe, uh, mm-hmm. who lives in Detroit. So... Anyway, that was in, I I think probably 2017, I guess. Uh, but uh, ultimately, Matt ends up becoming the editor of my podcast. And we have been friends ever since. And, and Matt has an amazing story. You know, and, and the Modern Cowboy podcast is about, is, is about amazing stories. And it's about people that just have the, 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 what we consider like the cowboy spirit in their heart and soul. And, and Matt's got all of that perseverance and grit and determination and just to see what he's done over the past three years is phenomenal and some things just happened i mean recently that are super crazy but uh we're going to talk about all that uh on the podcast but i'm super excited to have matt on he's coming to us from detroit so matt uh you've heard this a voice of mine probably so many times you don't want to hear it anymore uh but anyway welcome to the modern cowboy podcast uh, Dan, I really appreciate you having me. I'm very excited to be able to do my first podcast uh, with you. So I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, let's just, let's give uh, listeners just a background on you, uh, you know, as much or as little as you want, but, uh, you know, I know your story and and, and it's an amazing story. So uh, go ahead and just uh, share with us, uh, you know, how you, how you got started in doing what you're doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If this was any other podcast, I probably wouldn't be so open. Um, but since I'm talking to you, I feel like I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable with this. So I'll uh, I'll get into some good details, um, but I'll, I'll take it back to like when I was nine years old, pretty much. Um, I watched my dad take part equity in a company. And literally from that day that he told me he got that, I knew that I wanted to build businesses. I never knew how I was going to get there or what I was going to do. But after seeing that, like my gut was just like, that's what you were put on this earth to do. Um, And so the time goes by, I start convincing my friends to shovel driveways with me so we can make some money. Because I'm like, well, if I go and shovel driveways, I can probably only get a couple done. But if we all go together, we can make some good money, you know. So doing things like that and lemonade stands and um, a lot of that just kind of led me into working. Uh, I was about 12 years old. I started working uh, and I've been working ever since then. I think. The thing of it is, is I've always enjoyed 
the process of building and growing and uh, reaching new heights, you know, even if it was in restaurants and shops and things like that. Um, but what kind of happened when I was around like 17 or so is I kind of started to get in some trouble, um, hanging out with the wrong people, doing things I shouldn't have been doing. Um, but I still internally wanted to build businesses. Um, and I met this guy, uh, he came over to my house for a party. He was homeless. And, um, I just kind of was like, yo, you got nowhere to stay. You know, here's a place for you. I ended up seeing him right he's like a musician. He's right. 12 hours a day. Just right, 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 right. And I'm like, wow, this, this guy's got something right. <laughs> so I, um, I was just like, all right, I'm going to buy a laptop. I'm going to buy a microphone. Like you need to get your stuff out there, man. Like just stop writing and start doing it. Um, he didn't know how to use any equipment. So I kind of just like led into that by doing, um, the audio engineering for him. And that's kind of like about what, eight years ago now that that all started. And, um, I just started messing with audio. I loved it so much. We started uh, to try to build a company called Make a Difference Entertainment. And the goal at the beginning was uh, just to like change people's lives, help people out and, and just kind of see what we could do through music, you know? Right. Um, but it kind of just uh, escalated over time. We're doing uh, shows. We've built multiple studios um, and I just found my love for audio. Um, but around that... Uh, bomb around that seven year mark. So, well, I guess a little bit less than that now, a couple of years ago, I kind of got out of the music and that's when you and I met is when I started doing the, um, uh, podcasting, right? So I wanted to launch my own podcast. We got hooked up through podcasters paradise. And then we're both kind of like, well, I guess we don't really need to be paying <laughs> to figure this out. We kind of like got each other. So we'll just like figure it out together kind of thing. Um, but you know, I guess inherently, like I've always tried to like create content, whether it was music or, you know, even taking a step further back. Like I used to ask for my parents for video cameras and um, I got this, this little device that uh, lets you broadcast uh, radio. And I, I just remember this the other day. So it's like, this is funny, but um, I had to have been like eight or nine years old and I was making my own radio shows even back then. So yeah. I was like, I, I realized now that like, uh, creating content is just something that's always without thinking about it, it's just always something I've done. Um, so now, uh, you know, fast forward, um, I guess I could take a step back a little bit actually, but, um, so I started, uh, like I said before, hanging out with like some wrong people. I got in some trouble. Um, but that experience helped change my life because, um, dealing with going in and out of jails and prisons for like a course of, uh, seven years, it made me realize that, um, you know, I don't want to keep living like this. Like I had a choice basically. It's like, okay, you can keep doing this. And and most time when you get out of prison, there's a 87% chance that you'll go back in the first five years. And right. I'm like, I want to be that 13%. I can't keep doing this. I want to make a change for myself. If I really talk about wanting to build businesses like this, then I have to just go all in and just focus on that. And uh, so that's what I did. Um, I didn't know exactly what business it was going to be, but I knew if I studied digital marketing, that was going to be extremely imperative towards what I was chasing, uh, no matter what field you're in, right? So if you can right. reach people and you can commu communicate with people, then you'll be able to like build and scale your business. Um, and then just touching back, it just, it's that whole content creation thing, you know, it's just something that's always been there. So, um, 
stopped messing around, got out of prison, put my my blinders on. So I kept telling her when I got my blinders on, I'm just shooting straight forward. I'm going to get this thing. Uh, I'm going to get everything that I want. Um, it took me, though, like I had to step back from pretty much all of my friend group and just like really focus on myself and build and grow. Um, but I got really blessed with this opportunity um, six months ago. I was working at a uh, restaurant called the Rochester Chop House in Rochester, Michigan. And uh, it's fine dining, you know, lobster tail steaks, things like that. Um, and then when this COVID thing hit, uh, they laid everyone off. There was only like four salary workers. Um, so that was like day one. I'm like, all right, well, I'm building my resume. I'm doing whatever I got to do. Like, I got to find a job during this crap or whatever. But they called me back the next day and they're like, well, we're going to bring at least one, maybe two people on if you want to work. All right, bet. <laughs> I said, put me put me on seven days. I want to work all of them. If you guys are cool with that, like they're like, yeah, absolutely. So for I think the first six months, I was working seven days a week there. Um, and the owner came in and he's got seven other restaurants. So it's like, uh, you know, you see him here and there, but he's busy just kind of organizing everything. Right. And um, I don't know. One day he asked, you know, like, why? Uh, why isn't Matt in a manage management position? And I said, well, I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, they offered me, um, but I'm just like, I'm really focused on doing my own thing and trying to like build my own company. Still didn't know exactly what it was, but I'm studying business, trying to like, just keep progressing in life. Um, and then I overheard him talking about buying the restaurant next door. And I was like, well, I mean, let me in on it. Like, uh, like, let me be your operator. Uh, you can just be the finance and we can do this. Um, so literally right at the same time, he was opening another restaurant. He owns three right in the downtown area right. and he was opening one at the end of the road. And he's like, well, I'm not going to go into this, but if you're serious, I will link you up with the landlord. I will have you talk to him. And you know, if he likes it, then I'm sure he'll be down to do it. So over the course of the next couple of weeks, I'm still working at the chop house seven days a week. And, um, you know, I'm like, all right, let's take this thing head on. You know, the worst part, or I guess not worse, but like the craziest part about it is, is I worked my whole life to get out of restaurants. <laughs> like literally, like, I'm just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't do it. Da, da, da. Um, but after I started doing this, it's just like, I realized it's like, I guess it's less about what you do and as long as you're doing what you love and what I love is, is building businesses and the process of growing and scaling and all that stuff. So like that's been the most rewarding thing so far since we opened red naps. Um, but, uh, I just, <laughs> I never thought in a million years I would open up a restaurant. I'll be honest. <laughs> well, you know, let, let's just go back a minute because, yeah. uh, and, and there's, and there's, there's just, there's even, there's more to that and how it came about. And also, I don't think you mentioned, the restaurant that you that you bought and took over and now building has been there for 70 years. Yeah. Correct? Mm -hmm. But so when we first met though, and we were in the podcast that so you were getting ready, you were going to do a podcast, but you also started another uh company to help homeless people. Yep. And talk about that just a little bit and how that came about. For sure. Yeah. That was like really the biggest thing for me. It was like, like I said, I was just getting out of trouble and I realized when I did the wrong things, I always ended up back in trouble. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, right. but when you do the right things, good things happen. So I put on a, um, a coat drive for homeless people. Cause essentially what happened was when I was 18, I was homeless for a brief period of time. I had a lot of people help me out. 
Um, but the biggest thing is there was this gentleman that saw me grabbing bottles out of this uh, recycling bin. And he asked me, like, you know, what do you need the money for? Obviously, asking if it was drugs or whatever. And I said, look, dude, I'm, I'm hungry and I don't know what else to do at this point. Um, so he ended up giving me like this big bag of bottles, uh, like $10 worth. And then he handed me a $5 bill. But the money wasn't what changed my life. It was the advice he gave me. He said, if you go just up the road here, there's a place called the Department of Human Services. They'll give you money for food every month. And then, you know, once you don't have to worry about getting food in your stomach, you can start focusing on other things. So literally, I went there the next day because, he, you know, he gave me the money so I didn't have to look for food. So I, I had food for a couple of days. Uh, I hiked up there because I was just walking at the time. I didn't have a car or anything. Um, I got my bridge card and literally right after the bridge card came in, I got a job just a short few days after. As right. funny enough, everything kind of comes full circle because the same spot I was grabbing bottles from behind, um, I started working in that same plaza. <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was like, I don't know that I don't know. The universe talks like that, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so like, you know, I wanted to focus on doing the right things. So right. I was like, what can I do to give back that? means something to me too, not just doing something to do it. Right. And that's why I started uh, the right track coat drive. Um, and we're going three years strong. I got to post a new video, but Dan, this turnout that we did this year is insane. We, we partnered with a local high school. Uh -huh. um, so they had about a thousand students all participating in this. And um, I got a ridiculous amount of donations. It's, it's really insane. Um, but I, I'm, I'm super blessed that it's, it's grown how it's grown because uh, just the first year was just like, I, I got to do something positive. I got to right. do something right. And then now it's like, okay, how can we scale this thing better? How can we get like volunteers involved? How can we, you know, get these donations to the people that need them the most kind of thing? You know, it's just like, it's escalating so quickly, but I'm, I'm beyond blessed. that It's just like, it just keeps doubling down and it's like not even a conscious effort. It's I think people see that I'm consistent with it and then they want to be involved in it as well. So I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. It, you know, it's funny because, you know, we've talked literally probably almost every week, at least it doesn't go more than two weeks in the, in the last three years. Mm -hmm. And uh, one thing Matt's done is, I mean, he's helped me with so many things. It's, it's just, they're hard to count. Uh, but like just social media, uh, marketing, uh, tech stuff, everything. It's like the one night he, he, we talked and, and you said, and this was maybe just a year ago, Yo, dude, you got to get on TikTok, man. There's a lot of Western stuff on there, you know? And I'm like, what TikTok? What's TikTok? And then I like went and posted a video and I'm sitting there watching this, this video. All of a sudden it's at 50,000 views. But that's just like one thing, one thing that, you know, that, uh, that you've helped me with. But you helped me with so, so many things. And it's just been great to watch you, uh, you know, from the beginning. Because when we first started, you had no idea you were going to end up owning this restaurant, you know? And, yeah. and, and I watched you go through all you know, build, started the right track Detroit, you know, building that, uh, you know, just moving, shifting, pivoting. And then the COVID thing hit and, and, and look what's happened to you. So now so you've got this restaurant now and it's called red naps, right? Yeah. Yep. And, uh, it's an old dairy bar been there for 70 years. Mm -hmm. And in, in what part of, uh, um, Detroit's it in or out, is it right outside the city or yeah, so it's in Metro Detroit. Uh, the okay. city's called Rochester. Okay. Um, and we're right in the downtown area. We're off Third and Main. Um, what's cool about it, though, is it's actually a fun story that's kind of correlate to what we were just talking about. 
Um, the original owner was named Red, um, and him and his buddies built that building by hand in 1950. Um, they put up the bar stools, they put up the countertops, they put up literally everything. They did it all by themselves. Um, and um, the reason that gentleman opened the dairy bar is because he actually used to own a bar across the street. Um, but he would see so many clients come in and drink their whole paychecks away and drink away. And, and he's like, I, I can't keep watching you guys do this. Right. Um, and <clears throat> what he did for them because they didn't have money to like buy their kids coats or anything like that. It's funny enough. He started a coat drive and I yeah. learned this afterwards after we opened, but yeah, he actually was kind of doing the same stuff that I was doing. That's crazy, dude. I did not know that. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I thought it's like when I learned that, I was just like, what? <laughs> the universe man pulls you together yeah that's that's amazing mm-hmm. so you've been uh h- how long ago did you take the restaurant over anyway uh we're going on six months yeah yep. so it, it was closed down because of covid right yep and you came in and it'd been closed down for how long uh so right march 10th when this whole thing kind of like started going off and then right. we opened in august and so you opened in august so mm-hmm. you, you took this restaurant had been there 70 years and now it's been closed down for the first time in probably 70 years. Yeah. And, and you come in there from, you know, ground zero, uh, and, um, and, and just start running it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that you said one time, uh, you, as, as you're going through this, I remember I talked to you, I think the freezer went out or something and, and you go, you know, I got, a, I, I, you know, you were getting that fixed, getting it handled. There was ice cream, I think melted everywhere. Oh yeah. But you said, you know, I've got a 70 year old business with 50 year old equipment. So, you know, you're going through that process of, of, you know, rebuilding and, you know, managing uh, equipment and all that stuff. But on top of it, you're implementing you know, new techniques in marketing. And you told me that TikTok has brought you some uh, customers in. And so let's talk about that. And let's talk about your, your recent thing that just happened. I literally, was it yesterday or two days, two days ago? Yeah, a couple of days ago. Uh, so tell us about that and, and you know what you were doing uh, with your TikTok videos and who you're trying to get a hold of. Yeah, for sure. So like <clears throat> essentially like about a year ago when I was telling you like oh we, we got to get on this TikTok thing it's it's the new wave it's going to pop off like I, I just in my gut was telling me that it made sense, right? Right. So I spent the first couple months just kind of like studying how people did videos and watching and like you know appropriate times to post and things like that. Um and we got so in July, I launched our TikTok for Red Naps, and right. um, we got to about 5,000 followers in the first two months. I'm like, all right, that's pretty good, you know, like uh, we're, we're making moves, whatever. And then uh, I started this video series of <laughs> putting weird things in burgers and trying to get Gordon Ramsay's attention. Right. Um, so <laughs> Gordon, Gordon Ramsay's from Hell's Kitchen, a very, right. fam- very famous chef. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got like uh, 23 Michelin stars and, and a Michelin star, just one of them alone is like damn near impossible to get, you know, right. and this guy's got 23 of them. It's, it's insane. Right. Um, so I'm like, all right, well, what can I do to get this guy's attention? I know he loves to roast people. Right. So I, I got to do something crazy enough for him to get his attention. Um, I wasn't trying to like have him like give me a pat on the back or nothing like that. Like literally my whole goal was like, I want this guy to call me a donut. <laughs> like, I feel like that's like the highest award. You know what I'm saying? Like, it'd just be hilarious. And uh, it's something to aim towards, you know? And I really like 
like out of reach on, on almost unobtainable goals, you know? Right. Um, so I'm like, there, you know, there's a good chance that this is never going to happen, but whatever, we're going to have some fun doing it. Right. Um, so I'm like three days into this series and um, like one of my uh, posts goes viral and we went from 5,000 to 24,000 like overnight. And I'm just right. like, Whoa. All right. I, th I think I'm onto something here. Right. <laughs> so, um, we, we continue the series and well, we get to day like 46 and I'm like, I'm like, maybe I got to change it up a little bit. Cause I started everyone with like, this is day 46 of trying to get Gordon Ramsay's attention. Da, 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 da. And, uh, so I stopped saying that and I just started like making the burgers based off people's comments. And, right. um, I'm just, you know, interacting with my audience. I'm like, you know, it doesn't really matter if we get his attention at this point, what, what is matters like we're building a community of people that likes to watch our videos and they're interacting with us daily there's thousands of comments and you know all this jazz and um i'm sitting down at uh at naps and i'm i'm sliding through tiktok all of a sudden gordon pops up in my feed and i can hear my voice and i'm like no way no <laughs> no way <laughs> that's that's how you found out you just just, just scrolling. scrolling through your feed uh-huh Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So, so when did he do it? When did he, uh, when did he, when did he do that, that post or that video? Uh, so I think it was like two days ago from this point. Okay. Um, and, um, he did as funny as, uh, Takis was our first video that hit over a million. It's at like two point some million now. Oh my God. Um, yeah <laughs> you gotta and be so, kidding <laughs> so i'm like all right well they, they like the takis i was like all right so we're gonna do some different i went and bought all the bags of takis i could find the blue ones the red ones the green ones and i'm like all right. right let's let's do something crazy with it so like we just we put takis on the inside and then we cooked off the burger we did like an egg wash and then we like took like <laughs> crushed takis and like deep fried it you know kind of like right. a batter on top of it Right. And uh, he just started going in. He's like, oh, what is that thing looks radioactive. Right. Right. You put it in the deep fryer. I'm going to put your head in the deep fryer. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I, 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 when I when he when he said that, I thought, oh, my God. He goes, I, I, now I want to put I want to put your head in the deep fryer. I'm like, uh -huh. that's hilarious. So then I knew when I was watching it, then I because at first I'm like, oh, is this just did you put one together? But then I realized uh -huh. he was really commenting on 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 your on your video. That's mm -hmm. just too hilarious yeah well it's actually it's funny that you said that so like three days four days before that um something like maybe even a week i don't know but uh he made these videos he's like so you want me to duet your video here i'm gonna make a duet and then you just put your video next to mine so i'm like all right well i'll do that you know i was like at this point i don't know if he's ever gonna like actually respond or not right and um so i made like a like just a side by side with his, you know, like pretending to talk over it kind of thing. Right. And um, I had some people hit me up. Oh my God, you got his attention. I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. It's, it's bull crap. I just put my video next to his, da, 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 da. Right. but then a few days later, next thing you know, he's actually duetting my video. I'm just like, ah, my phone's blown up. Everyone's like, congratulations. That's so awesome. I'm like, yeah, I'm just like, I couldn't have done it without my team because they're the ones like, always in the back of my head like okay well try this oh put this in there oh do this you know like try to do this differently you know and and so like i give a lot of credit to them I'm, I'm happy that we got to do that together too because like some of my guys in my kitchen have been cooking for like 25 years like right if if you counted up all the years that we all had in the kitchen we're looking at about 68 years of kitchen experience right and um one guy specifically jt he um he's completely like redesigned my menu and is like elevating it to like the highest highest point it can be 
Um, he loves cooking. He loves figuring out new ways to do things, new recipes. And like, like literally, uh, I just give him creative, um, freedom. Like for me, it's like, I told you, I I spent my whole life trying to get out of kitchens and like, I never really had that, like cooking creative, I guess. Like I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I eat the same burger every day. So it's like, I I don't get too creative with it, but, um, but he has fun with it. And, and because he has fun with it, like people are constantly asking for, you know, the soups that he puts out or this, you know, this white bean chili that is with like shredded chicken was absolutely phenomenal. And I still got, we we took it off the menu. We just kind of like changing, you know, soups every once in a while. Right. And uh, I got people coming in all the time asking for it, you know, yeah. and it's like things like that. It's like you can feel it through his passion, like how the food tastes. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very, beyond thankful for him. That's very cool. Yeah. So for people that are listening, in case you you don't quite understand what, what Matt's been doing with this cooking, he's putting all these weird things in burgers. And the one that really got me was you cooked an entire um grilled cheese sandwich and put it in a burger <laughs> and the other thing i was thinking about too is all these things you're cooking because then you cook them you cut mm-hmm. them and then you take a bite of them mm-hmm. so it costs it costs a lot of money making something every day that doesn't really get eaten and mm-hmm. you know takis again what are takis i mean i've seen them but i don't know what they are exactly yeah it's like a um spicy potato chip it's That's like, right. i guess like it's like rolled up so it's kind of in like a tube style but yeah yeah and they got tons of uh uh like salt or flavoring or whatever on them mm-hmm. right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. super intense flavors mm-hmm. and and you've put everything else i mean i i can't remember everything else you put in <laughs> but I, i've seen you put a lot of weird stuff but uh i like the grilled cheese one that was cool yeah that was actually pretty good too i was surprised i thought the bread yeah. was gonna get soggy or something but right it, it stayed pretty crunchy <laughs> that's funny uh, but yeah like the things like gummy worms and things oh, like yes. that Ah, uh, it's not good. No, bad, yeah. I'll take like a bite and I'm out. But, yeah. but like, I, I make sure I get a bite in for the audience. Like, I want right. them to know that I'm trying all this stuff. But right. like the Takis, I eat that whole thing. The grilled cheese, it was a pound of beef and I, I ate almost all of it. There was like one bite left. <laughs> so like, I, I try not to waste anything. Right, right. But when yeah. it comes to like the gummies and stuff, I, I can't do it. There's just, gotcha. it's too much. <laughs> gotcha. Too funny, man. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just been amazing, you know, just to, to see, you know, how far you've come and, and, and just, you know, all the work you've put in and, and, uh, you know, and, and again, we, we both have, have, you know, shared so many things over these years, you know, just our trials and tribulations and, and, and it never, it never actually works out exactly how you think it's going to, mm. you know, it's just like, like you, I mean, you have, and you, I know you've got other ideas and other things you, that you want to do as well in building businesses, but, uh, to be where you are now, and especially during this, time in our world i mean mm-hmm. one of the craziest times ever um it's just so inspiring man and, and 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 it's a testament to to you know you sticking to your guns and and not weakening uh because i remember uh, you know a lot of people you know got scared at the at the beginning of this covid deal and and people didn't want to work or people could get on their unemployment and and what you did is you stepped up and you go hey i want to work as much as i can and so it's 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 a cliche but you know it's the harder you work the luckier you get and Mm. you know it's when you work hard is when these you know you're there so when these opportunities come up you know you can take advantage of them which is which is what you did i mean you literally got into owning your own business with no money down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and the other thing is too because we talked i know that i know that your business is profitable i know that you're hitting numbers in, in, in your goals and things that, uh, 
just, you know, beyond your expectation. And, uh, and that's another testament to, you know, just the work you've put in the studying you've done. Uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just an awesome thing, man. And it's just, it's, it's for me, you know, I, I, of course, you know, me, I, I relate everything to the cowboy way, but man, mm-hmm. that's the cowboy way, dude, you know, and, uh, it's, you know, remember what kid rock said and he's from Detroit. I want to be yeah. a cowboy baby. So, uh, <laughs> Yep. Yeah, it's just, dude, it's just been so exciting. And, and, uh, you know, I'm just, I just couldn't be happier for you. Yeah, you Dan, I, I appreciate that, man. And really, I appreciate you being here every step of the way too. You know, you gave me a lot of advice, uh, you know, not only just walking into naps, but you know, with the whole podcasting thing and like, just like staying focused and, you know, you've built businesses your whole life. So like, I'm, I'm happy I had somebody to lean on in that aspect for, uh, advice, you know, like, even when this naps thing came apart, I, I remember talking to you and I'm like, I, I got two opportunities right now. I got this liquor store that's for sale and then this restaurant. And, um, you know, you're just like, you just got to, you know, trust your gut, whatever one that makes sense. You got to go all in on it and then just shoot for it. And and that's what I did. I was just like, all right, well, this one has 70 years of um, a positive brand right. and uh, it, it makes sense. And I'm just going for it because I, funny enough, when I was... I think right around when we first met, I had an opportunity to buy into the pizzeria I was running. Yes, I remember that. Yep. And um, they offered me some equity. And then if I wanted to buy any more equity, then I was able to do that as well. (laughs) And uh, I turned it down. But shortly after, I'm like, did I just make the biggest mistake of my life? (laughs) You know? Right. I was like, my gut was telling me, you you screwed up, dude. Like, (laughs) don't ever, like, if anything ever happens again, do not ever let it slip. And that's why, like, when, when naps came, I'm like, I just have to go all in like this. It's the only way. And my yep. gut told me last time that I messed up and now I just got to do it this time, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and you're, you're probably right with your gut last time because this is, uh, I mean, you're, you are the principal, you're the principal owner in this deal so that it's not, uh, an equity share or anything else. And, uh, and that's a, that's a, a good way to have it. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. I, I'd much prefer it this way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I mean, I don't know, I, I don't know how you tolerated my voice all these years, uh, listening to my stuff and be calling you at all hours and, oh, Matt, can you get this done? And I mean, so I, I know you, I know you've edited a lot of my podcasts. I mean, you guys are what, are you two or three hours uh, ahead of us? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep. So, I mean, sometimes I'm messaging you at nine or 10 at night. So that's <laughs> got to put you at, you know, midnight or one. And and then my episodes always showed up in my inbox, you know, and uh, I just, i really appreciate you know everything that that you've done helping with the podcast social media marketing just you know all those things and uh you know it was just meant to be when we got hooked up in 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 that uh podcaster's paradise you know exactly yeah yeah very cool and and not to mention you got married this year too as Mm -hmm. well yep and uh and you bought a house we bought a house i know it's a it was been a crazy year man yeah yeah i mean so in, in and, and, you know, the thing is, is, you know, you've done it all on your own. Uh, and that's not to say you didn't get help, but you got the help because of, you know, your effort and your persistence and your your work ethic. Uh, and, you know, and coming from what you came from and, and, and the lessons you've learned, it's you're just a shining example of, you know, what anybody can do if you just, you know, put your back into it. And, and that's mm-hmm. what you've done, man. And, and uh yeah, let me see. Are you you're are you Gen Z or you're Gen Z, right? 
Uh, millennial. Oh, no, you are millennial. Okay, you're mm-hmm. one of those one of those darn millennials. It doesn't. Do I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, we, we we were probably the most unlikely, uh, you know, pairing for accountability partners, but we we're actually perfect. You know, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. man, I'm I'm glad I could just have have you on the podcast. It, I I remember, dude. We, I remember we were getting started. We were both nervous about it i mean maybe oh, i was yeah. more nervous than you and i'm like <laughs> flipping out calling you oh my god i, I can't even talk into this mic and and now to you know this many years later three it's three years really i think yeah um to, to be on a podcast you know and i and i see you here and you know you're all cool with your mic and everything and, and looking <laughs> that awesome beard and it's just it just seems like you know eons from from when when we started but uh i mean and this is going to be like i think episode 140 i don't know six or something so Damn. anyway yeah yeah a lot of them it's insane <laughs> crazy yeah. crazy you've been putting in the work man and really scaling this thing i, I remember when you sent me elon or uh kimball musk episode i about shit my <laughs> pants i'm like no <laughs> way like yeah. elon musk is my idol like I, yeah. I look up to him over like everybody and yeah. uh and then you had his brother on the show i'm like come on no way yeah and so, you know what's crazy about that episode too was uh, like all of them, really, there's all just story, but I was just so amazed at his story and, you know, mm-hmm. his experiences and him being there at ground zero nine 11 and cooking and, and breaking his back. You know, uh, if, it's like people look at people like Elon and, 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 and they think, uh, you know, it's just really smart. He's got this, those guys, they, they've worked. I mean, they are smart, no doubt, mm-hmm. but they work you know, and, okay. and that's what it takes. There's just, there's no, there's no shortcut, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was very cool having him on. And uh, it's just, I'm, I'm amazed at the people I've been able to, to, you know, have on the podcast. It's just blows my mind, but we're just going to keep, keep moving forward. And, and uh, I'd love to get Elon on. And I still would like to get right. Elon too. I haven't, I haven't done that yet, but we'll see what happens. Yeah. I'm sure you can make that happen. Honestly, it's just a matter of like reaching out to the right people, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, hey, Matt. Hey, it's been great having you on the podcast. You look awesome, dude. I'm I'm just proud of you. I'm so excited for you. And I, I look forward to, you know, watching everything you do in the future. And, uh, you know, we'll do another podcast here probably one day when I'm really old and gray. And so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I might, I might, might not be too far behind you with this uh, whole restaurant thing. Uh, to, I can feel the gray hairs coming in already. <laughs> well, gray hairs do feel different. Believe me, man, they, they have a mind of their own and they're, and they're tough. So, yeah. uh, you know, when you get them, you're, when your beard hurts, you know, you got some man hair. <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, brother. Uh, hey, thanks again. Uh, um, um, just love talking with you. I'm so happy for you. And, uh, as, as always, we'll definitely be talking to each other. So. All right, Dan, thanks again. I really appreciate you having me on. It was nice talking to you and I'm, I know we'll talk soon. So yeah. All right, brother. All right. Peace. I come from a long line of legendary men. Sons of the desert and riders on the wind I got a restless spirit burning deep inside of me I ain't got much, but I'm free I've always been one to do it my own way I'm making my living between
saddle and the stage I don't know nobody, nothing Everything I got's my own Some say I'm just a band to the bone I'm a cowboy, yes I am I was born to rope and ride Thank you, yet. I'm a cat. 